passion, talent, influence. That's what we're here to recognize. A movement that lives right in our own backyard. Southwest Florida. So put your glasses up. Let's give a toast. Toast to the innovators. Toast to the creators. Toast to the go-getters. The people who wake up every day with a passion to create. Not for themselves, but for the benefit of the community. A community that has no limits. So let's kick back and toast to the good fellas. Buenos dias, buenas tardes, buenas noches, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Southwest Florida, those listening around the nation, it's your boy Alan. And it's your boy Nicholas. And we got a very, very special and I think upcoming fun episode for y'all. So make sure to tune in for the whole for this whole thing because this is about to get real interesting for sure. Episode 18, bro. Alrighty, bro. How's everything with you, bro? Things are good, man. You know, it's like I only seen you yesterday. Yeah, man. Yo, yo, by the way, man, Nick can cook up some fire ass tacos, y'all. So like just letting y'all know if you want to follow his snaps and like IG stories, he'd be posting the food he'd be cooking, man. I'm like, damn, bro, like that's just fire. But you know, talking about these tacos, um, they're not vegan. And um, the only reason I mentioned that is because our guest today that we have, her name is Keisha, and she goes by the vegan vagina on Instagram. <laughs> so what's good, Keisha? Hello, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. So yeah, yeah, no problem. So what what's the background behind that name? Um, <laughs> I've always wondered that. First, first, I want to say that I feel like I have so much pressure now. You're like, this is going to be a great episode, so much fun. <laughs> I'm like, all right, pressure. Way, way to go, Because you, you, you have a great personality, and we know, I know you. You know, we've talked, and we've talked to Nick before. We've all talked before, so, you know, I, I already can see that this one's going to be dope, you know, like, even if we don't try. That's so, fair. All yeah. right. That's cool. Well, well, I'm excited to be here. Um, so I think the question was the story behind the name. Basically. Yes. Honestly, it was just one of those nights I was home, probably was, you know, had mm. the herbal flowing, had the red wine <laughs> flowing, who knows. But at the time I was just like, you know, I was in the middle of like a rebrand. I knew I wanted to start my business mm. at the time. I didn't know where the hell I was going with it. Can I cuss? Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm like, because like, if not, I'll, I'll censor myself, <laughs> yeah. try my best. But um, yeah, I didn't know where I was going to go with the business, with the brand, with any of it. But I knew that um, I knew that it was it just felt right. Uh, so at the time I was on my like really heavy on my like health journey, um, really like big. I wasn't like sh- like striving for vegan. Mm-hmm. Um but as I started to make like changes in my in my lifestyle and like in my eating habits, um, plant based is just kind of like what felt best, and that's kind of what I what I stuck with, and I just kind of like was going down that journey. Um, when I when I established that name, I honestly I wasn't vegan at the time, or plant based is really what I like to say instead of vegan. Um, Plant based vagina doesn't really sound. Yeah, as it doesn't good. sound as great, right? Yeah, so there's no flavor in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no flavor in that at all. Right. <laughs> um, so, um, I, but I was more like vegetarian for sure. You know, I wasn't really eating meat. I had really like stopped eating a lot of like fast food and like you know I was really on my like conscious eating, conscious living journey. Um, and I knew that I wanted my business. It was an opportunity for me to do what I wanted to do instead of kind of like following what other people expected me to do and what mm-hmm. society expected me to do, you know, graduate from college, you know, get a job, a good, a good job with health insurance and a 401k. And mm-hmm. then you meet somebody, you get married and da 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 the whole story. Yeah. But 
they don't necessarily teach you in that process, like how to, well, most people, a lot of people don't have that, that, excuse me, that encouragement to really just really wholeheartedly follow your dreams. Mm -hmm. And like, no matter what it looks like, no matter what other people are going to think about it. And I always used to tell my friends, if I could talk about sex for the rest of my life, I would be a happy woman. And I was like, you know, this is my opportunity to do that. And so I did. And I was like, I don't know, you know, vaginas and vegan. That sounds great, I guess. You know, so honestly, <laughs> I don't even know, like, the, the origin story behind it. But that was kind of my thought process of, like, when I was trying to come up with a, a name for my brand and for my business. So mm-hmm. so walk us through your business a little bit. What, are, what exactly do you do? So uh, my work as an intimacy and pleasure coach is um, really just like sex education, but for adults, like Mm -hmm. really real, really raw. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like we do. We need that shit because, you know, I don't know, like I can only speak for Americans and like, you know, what my studies have shown me from like the way that Americans have been taught about sex and sex education and, you know, (laughs) the lack of sex education, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was something that was really passionate to me as somebody that, as a woman and as somebody who is um, liberated in my femininity, liberated in my sexuality, and um, I wanted to not only share with other people my story, but at the same time, I wanted other people to feel empowered because I knew I wasn't alone. I knew that there were other people who wanted to be more expressive, whether it's um, publicly or just in, you know, privately with themselves or with their partner. Um, and so this was my opportunity to kind of be an advocate, to be like a living example that it's it's okay no matter what and like when I told my parents like I grew up very Christian like mm, my dad, okay. <laughs> very very Christian like my dad's dad and his um my grandma got remarried and so she's still married to this gentleman my grand my step-grandpa so they were both pastors so my dad's been a pastor's <laughs> kid a PK all his life mm-hmm. my grandma's been the you know the first lady of the church and on my mom's side like my dad, my grandpa was a deacon. My grandma was like first lady. So like they were really high respected, really like green highly respected. Here. Exactly. Literally, <laughs> this is my life. I kid you not. And I felt like I had so much pressure to like live under this like microscope of like being perfect, even though my grandparents lived in other states. Like, but my parents still like really instilled in us those same uh, those same morals and everything. And like mm-hmm. my brother was really rebellious yeah. in in what he, he thought. He was really rebellious and really like really open and blatant about what he thought about Christianity and religion. And I wasn't. And at the time I was just kind of like, you know, whatever, like it feels right. Like it sounds good. You know, whatever I'm going with, I didn't question it at all. And I still don't question it. But the one thing I knew that didn't feel right to me, right to me or good to me was that we shouldn't be acting on our natural urges as sexual beings. I'm like, this is all so natural to all of us. And the Mm -hmm. reason why kids are literally kids like less like younger than 10 are sneaking off and like humping each other and like looking at each other and like trying to figure out is because they're curious. Mm -hmm. And if we, as a society just normalize sex and sexuality and sex education, there will be less room for, you know, I guess people to be curious and I don't know, I guess, you know, yeah, fuck around and, you know, get themselves in fucked up situations. What do you think strikes that curiosity for kids? It's just a na- it's just how it's we are as humans, thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like and it, we never grow out of it. We're the same mm-hmm. way as adults, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We just 
either we know better and our conscious mind is like, I can't do that. Or it's like, you know, guilt or shame stops us from doing certain things or, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be a number of things, but it's just how we are as humans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think shame, you know, really, and guilt really play vital roles. You ever seen the the TV show uh, Big Mouth on Netflix? I have not. I have not. (laughs) Bro, like they have a whole episode with something called the shame monster, I think it's called. And like, he literally like changes the the entire lives of the like characters in the show by making them so shameful of like their thoughts mm-hmm. and it's crazy like but, how- but at the same time though like mm-hmm. because I love of course I'm addicted to the show <laughs> but well the the um the female shame monster she like the girl becomes like so empowered and she's like she's like I'm gonna look at myself she mm-hmm. takes it she's like in middle school elementary school I don't know how young they are mm-hmm. takes a mirror and like she's like I'm going for it and then she like <laughs> masturbates for the first time mm-hmm. and. I'm, I kid you not, like, I was in college, and, like, my one of my college roommates, I don't remember what year, it doesn't matter anyways, she had never touched herself, never looked at herself, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, seriously? Yeah. And, like, when I was, like, we were all just sitting around before of us chatting, and I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, babe, please do me a favor. And she was like, can you just stop, 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 stop? And I'm like, oh, my God, I was like, this is, yeah. I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart, and I'm like, when girls tell me that they've never had an orgasm, I'm like, stop the madness. Yeah. I'm like, if I could solve this problem for you right now, I wish is I Is that you're not curious to see how the science of your body works? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like one of those things. I've met yeah. I've met women that have told me that they don't masturbate or mm-hmm. like they don't like, like you know, toys and things like that. And I'm like, that's, you know, that's okay. You know, you're probably just not as experienced in, in, in your sexual, you know, experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. you're not just experienced with yourself. And I feel like that's super important to yeah. get to know like how you like are pleased and how you like to be pleased because it just makes your life better you know you know what you like what you don't like you know how far you're willing to go and how far you know what your boundaries are definitely mm-hmm. I've, I've been um, you know in the middle of some like you know fooling around and like you know been like okay do mm-hmm. this and like oh do it this way flip your hand this way and then he'd be <laughs> like oh yeah I love how you know exactly what you want and I'm like but that's just like yeah I know what I want and like I can say it to somebody in like a way that's like not weird not offensive and not weird especially in the bedroom where people are very vulnerable it's like yeah. very it's like really really important to just like it's mm-hmm. a sensitive subject so you want to know, know how, how to, to have that conversation mm-hmm. but yeah so one of the things that drew me like most recently to go down the um birth doula path um which i don't i guess i should maybe specify or like maybe elaborate a little bit more on the on a doula but um it's a non-medical birth assistant basically in um the birthing room um and the history of a doula is um goes back to like the ancient greeks and it's defined as woman servant and essentially it just goes back to how women used to give birth when there was no drugs there was no epidural there you know what i mean like you had to figure out and like you know we used natural ways to manage pain um and to give birth naturally Mm -hmm. um and you know to deliver the baby healthily and the mom um so and ideally or i guess um in those situations it was normally a team of women who were caring for each other you know um just making sure that the mom was comfortable the way that she was, you know, and uh, the position that she was in was working for her. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. there's not really much you can do to manage pain in in birth. Yeah, but, um, yeah um, however, there are um, there are 
um, there are instances of women who have reported um, giving orgasmic births, which I think is really awesome and really magical, like in a in a um, a natural birth setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that comes from just like really just. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if it's like a high tolerance of pain, but just kind of like allowing your body to just do what succumb it to what it naturally does. Um, I, and then just experiencing and just being like, you know, mm-hmm. how beautiful the process is. But I, yeah. I think I remember watching Grey's Anatomy and one of the doctors saying that if you please yourself, it can help, you know, induce pregnancy. It can, actually, yeah. So there are a few ways that you can, I guess, induce labor. Um, mm-hmm. If you are a woman labor, who's, yeah, yeah like, she, you're, like, right there. You're <laughs> at your due date or past your due date, and you don't nas- necessarily want to go down the the route of um, using the drugs to induce labor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are a few ways to do it, and I guess this is one of the ways mm-hmm. that um, it is. But it's really just... Uh, the allowing the cervix to contract um, and just like that is really what um, I guess like tricks the body into thinking that you know it's time to it's time to do this thing. <laughs> so would you say that's the healthiest way? What do you to, mean, to induce labor? Give, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the healthiest way, and honestly, it's really just like a myth that it actually really works. But mm-hmm. it's like I mean, it's 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 a way that you can try, unless you know, but. Also, people think that if you go walking or, like, you know, bounce on the medicine ball, like, mm-hmm. um, really just, you know, any sort of, like, physical activity, I guess, really. But I don't know if it's the most natural way. But I know I'm sure a lot of women are like, well, that's, that's my favorite way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So your clientele for, you know, being a birth uh, doula, do you what, describe your clientele? Like, how do you, like, attract your business there? Do you have it, like posted up on your social media yeah so that is one of the things i'm most recently adding to my website i'm trying to figure out and i do all of this by myself just because i'm not i don't know i guess i'm kind of nerdy like that but i like to like play around like design my own websites Mm -hmm. and stuff so i do do that a little bit too fun so i'm playing with it right now a little bit it is fun so i'm like trying to figure out because the platform that i use doesn't do how i want it to do Mm -hmm. so i'm like trying to figure out (laughs) <laughs> what? Is it Wix? But yeah, it is Wix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did Wix like on a blog like back in college when I was you know mm-hmm. a PR guru or I thought I was going to be a PR guru. The mm-hmm. next Samantha Jones of Sex in the City. Oh, my girls know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, so so I remember how awesome it was and how easy it was to play with. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm using. But um, I also faced the issue on Wix because. Um, since what I do, I guess, kind of violates um, their terms and conditions, I can't Guidelines. do exactly everything that I want to do on there. So yeah. I'm like, I've done so much work on it right now. I'm like, so that's something that I'm going to have to do in the future and just bite the bullet and just completely like transfer everything off of Wix so that I can have complete freedom, which is... Yeah, it's an Aquarius. I'm like, I hate not having fr- the freedom that I want to have. So, I'm so like, really did they restrict you from like posting certain pictures and all that? No, it's just what the, the basically since the content is sex positive and mm-hmm. like sex forward. Mm-hmm. Basically, I can't use their um, their payment platform to collect payments mm-hmm. from selling tickets and things like that. So, I, and thankfully, they have also they have a I guess a partnership with. PayPal, but mm-hmm. not everybody likes PayPal, not everybody trusts PayPal, not everybody has a PayPal account, but um, thankfully, I guess PayPal obviously recognized that, and they were recognized that they were missing a, a lot of business, so they do make it so that you don't have to have a PayPal account, you can just, like, click, like, pay with 
credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just frustrating because a lot of people are like, fuck, I don't want to do that. And so mm-hmm. then I get like a lot of messages like, can I just send it to you on Cash App or Bimbo? And I'm like, yes, but you can just do it this way too. It's really easy. So I'm like, Wix, <laughs> just like, let me live. <laughs> <laughs> so in a way, they're kind of saying that sexual content is not okay with them yeah and honestly i feel like i should petition that because that's a violation of my first amendment rights that's the thing like it's probably an algorithm that they probably haven't even looked at since they created things so 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 (laughs) so should sex be labeled as a bad thing in society you're asking me yeah. Yes. I, well, of course, I want to know you're say no. Well, well, but, but why? But yeah, why? We, we let, let, our, let our listeners know why it is not a bad thing in society. Mm-hmm. I think it shouldn't be a bad thing in society because we all are products of sex. Why should we be shameful for something that's a creation of me? Like I'm, I'm the the, the living example of sex. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't have sex. I wouldn't exist. I think I'm fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I think. I think I deserve to live. Like, I feel like you deserve to live, Nick. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't think we should be shamed for something that is so natural Mm -hmm. that we create life Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's what we are meant to do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, people can still argue, well, that's why we have sex is so we could create life and that's it point blank period but then i'm like okay so then why is you know our brain like why is there a a conflict between our brain and our genitalia Mm -hmm. when i'm like i want i have these urges i want to do this i'm curious about doing this Mm -hmm. but all i've been told is no i can't i shouldn't Mm -hmm. you know i should keep my business locked up and my legs put together but i'm curious about sex and but nobody wants to talk about it. But we're all wired the same way. We're all natural human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as I can really only obviously speak from a female perspective, but mm-hmm. I think men definitely have a lot more freedom to be sexually liberated. Oh, I and agree. Yeah. Because yeah. um, <laughs> I'm like, my upbringing as a very, in a very Christian household, you know, from house to house was like, you only have sex to reproduce. Like, women don't necessarily enjoy sex. You know what I mean? Like, it's only that's to create sad. life, and like, that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. like, both sides enjoy sex. If I heard someone yeah. say that, like, like women aren't, like, supposed to enjoy sex, I'd probably slap somebody. Like, who's. You, you don't know what you're like, talking about. So backwards, you don't know though, what you're talking about. Would you say. Like, women have, I, I say, they have they're, easier access to one that has, like, if they want to have sex, but women want to have sex, they can have bruh, it immediately. They're built to enjoy sex more than we are as men. Yeah, because we're repressed. In it. <laughs> so it's like, if we're holding back all of these things, of mm-hmm. course we want to, like... I'm saying, just the anatomy <laughs> alone is built. Like, they come multiple times versus us, we um, come, like, once, you yeah, know, every other. We need, we need to refuel. Boring. But see, the time know? out, though, because that's another misconception, is that the ultimate goal is to actually ejaculate but you can still have an orgasm not ejaculate and still keep going there's a book i want i have homework for the both of you oh, and Jesus. Any of my other male listeners you. you will thank me later you know it's funny before you even <laughs> tell me that book i already had the idea that that can happen because i feel like that's happened to me so like and it's crazy because i said it out loud because i don't know what the fuck was wrong i said it out loud to the person i was with and she looked at me like i was stupid i was like i'm telling you this is what happened but you know, she didn't believe me. How do you feel like your diet 
Hold on, time out. The Go book ahead. is called The Multi-Orgasmic Man. You're not getting the out of this multi homework. The Multi-Orgasmic Man. man. I didn't like homework when I was younger, so... <laughs> me neither. Me At least it's an interesting homework. <laughs> okay, okay. And you not, can buy got, it on Amazon. Yeah, gotcha. and not reading, like, British literature yeah. or some shit. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Cool, yeah, cool, no, cool. no, 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 um, So, yeah, so... But 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 I disagree with Nick in that statement. Like, women aren't built to keep orgasming because all women aren't built like that or can't do that you know what I mean it's not as natural for them to do that but a man can get hard like literally wake up and I'm like how just because you wake <laughs> up to a naked body I'm like it take, it's, it's just that easy sometimes for you just like to that just be ready just so I disagree like with that statement so you're saying should we be programmed <laughs> to just appreciate the um, naked body more than just like be sexually just attracted to it like oh my god like I'm you're showing your you're showing your cleavage I, I want that right now I was like no like appreciate like what that person has I mean ideally like that's you know the ultimate goal and as you know a a woman who's you know I feel like that's like I I would appreciate that but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know what it's you want what you can't have it's like what's forbidden it's like it's even more interesting so it's like yeah you know what I mean I'm sorry but the cover turns me off to not reading it Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll still read it, but like the, they need to redo that cover. What's the cover, bro? I'm a, I'll show you the, I'll show you the cover after. We'll share, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 share, we'll share it on. We'll okay, share it on our story. Okay. We'll share it on the story too. Yeah. yeah. We'll share it on. We'll share it on our page. Yeah. Or not. So, yeah. so I, I want to get back to um, the type vegan plant based type of diet because. Uh, we we touched on it a little bit. I brought it up in the beginning. Um, I introduced you as the vegan vagina. So how how does di- how does your diet like how does that impact like sexual performance in general like for anybody? That's a good question. Um. Well, I think that there is really this like misconception that you can eat pineapple <laughs> the morning of. Three hours later, mm-hmm. magically, the sperm that you've been putting and like feeding toxic food <laughs> and fuel for weeks <laughs> is going to just magically just be canceled by there's this like few chunks of pineapple that you have like three hours before mm-hmm. you get some fellatio, whatever. <laughs> so I just that's just not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and so for a few different reasons, I don't believe in diets. I don't really like that word. I think diet has a negative connotation. I think that the most important thing that we can do for ourselves, health, sex, life, whatever, is to really just change your lifestyle in general or just like, and changing your lifestyle and thinking about like, because I feel like when you diet, you think about everything you're giving up and you don't think about like the, the bigger picture of like everything you're going to gain. Yeah. Um, and how awesome your life is going to be and how much longer your life is going to be. Which also translates into sex, which how much better your life sex is going to be and how much longer potentially your sex can be, which is one of the benefits of um, your diet and every, and you know changing your lifestyle in general. So mm-hmm. um, And your eating habits, I guess I'll say. So changing your eating habits. So um, changing your eating habits and like having a more plant-based diet can... Um, you know, like I said, like improve the, just the taste of fluids in general, but change the way that, um, your body responds to different situations, how it's simulated differently and definitely relates into like, um, stamina also. But, um, I think there's like a holistic aspect to it. Like, 
you know, um, diet and exercise definitely go together, or, you know, food and food and exercise go together. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously if you, you know, you exercise, your stamina's better in the gym, your stamina is better in the bedroom. So did they definitely go together? So, I mean, you know, one without the other. Yeah. It's like one, it's half of the puzzle, but yeah. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Um, I'm not primarily plant-based, but I, I've heard that um, what you just stated in regards to like changing like that diet because it could just trickle down to how you perform like when you work out, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously, sex is a workout unless you are just completely like very vanilla yeah. about it. Just laying down. <laughs> you know? You're right. Just laying down. You're not having fun. You're not twisting, turning, doing these, you know, positions. I mean, we don't got to get too much into what we could, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you, you, it's a workout. You're supposed to be working out together, you know? And, like, yeah. that's the thing with sex. Like, and this might sound very um, egotistical to say, but technically the, the positive about it if you want to look at it like you both are exercising in a way right i mean you sh- your body should be exercising yeah. i could i could picture i could picture alan right now i'm like hey what's up you trying to go exercise trying to do trying to do some push-ups? that's not my line that's not my line <laughs> but but, but like, stretching i mean think about it like this uh, i'm not i'm not gonna go too much into detail but you're both having fun you're both exercising so Mm -hmm. there's two benefits a mental benefit to to it Mm -hmm. and there's a physical benefit to it Mm -hmm. so why is it so looked like frowned upon you know what i mean Mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot more detail that goes into that Mm -hmm. but like in a nutshell very Mm -hmm. broad Mm -hmm. that's what i think of it mind you i'm not going and just freaking sticking myself in Anything that walks on the street, mm-hmm. good for you, and and, and, and very protective mm-hmm. over it too. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like people are so quick to think about like the negatives of what can happen, they don't know mm-hmm. about the positives. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Um, you obviously probably know some people who are very open about their sexual lifestyle, and they share with you their maybe their experiences. Um, has there been anything like that you could think of of a person like who has had like a really good sexual experience, and how that kind of you know goes with their personality versus like someone who doesn't really have good sexual experiences, and how their personalities are different. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel like one would be a happy-go-lucky versus the other would probably be stressful. Yes and no. Because if you think about, like, Jim Carrey and Mm -hmm. Robin Williams, Mm -hmm. they both, I mean, and other people, too. Those are just the two off the top of my head. Um, Was it Jim Carrey? One of them. One comedian. Definitely Robin Williams. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Let me not speak off the top of my head. Definitely Robin Williams. Either way. There are people who are very, very troubled, you know, Mm -hmm. struggle with depression and anxiety, um, but they put on a really brave face and they mask it with jokes and comedy and laughter. Mm -hmm. So really, yes and no. But I think that, I don't think it's like necessarily like a personality trait where it's like really telling Mm -hmm. whether somebody has like a good relationship or a bad relationship or or like a good experience and a traumatic experience with sex. but I think it's definitely like I think it really truly is like indicative in relationships, mm-hmm. um, friendships, and loverships specifically loverships. Um, somebody that's had like a really like sex positive upbringing about sex, um, they could either be you know uninterested on being you know very. Um, 
I don't want to use the word. They could be uninterested in having multiple sex partners. They could be like, I love sex, but like, I'm just as the type of person that I am, I like to be monogamous Mm -hmm. and they can still have a good relationship Mm -hmm. with sex and want to have sex with so many different people. They want to have, and they, what they want to have is, um, they're non-monogamous and that's just the way that they've been, that they've been wired all their life, even though they've been taught monogamy all their life, but they're non-monogamous and they want their marriage to be open. They want to swing. They get sexually turned on by seeing their partner Mm -hmm. getting pleased by somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, but they've had a good relationship with sex. And then on the other side, you could see, I don't know, somebody who has a negative relationship with sex um, who maybe was abused um, in the past, either like as a kid or maybe they were like raped in like college or abused, sexually abused in college or something like that. Um, and maybe they just maybe they have bad relationships or bad relationships with people um, who they let take advantage of them, whether it's a lover or a friendship. And mm-hmm. I think that's some, something that I've been really passionate about and um, and specifically on like protecting my peace and educating other people on is like that toxic relationships don't just come in the form of lovers. They definitely come in the form of friends also. Mm-hmm. Um, people who, you know, claim that they want the best for you, but, but don't show you respect and like, you know, verbally degrade you, like, you know, don't give you like the, the respect that you need. Don't emotionally support you. Don't cheer for you when something good happens. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but we still keep them around. We still are like, but I love them. Like, but they did this for me, but you know, we've been through all of this, you know, but they still let these people mistreat them over and over and over again. And I think those are some of the signs that you can tell that somebody may have a negative relationship with sex or yeah. um, something like that. Or maybe it's negative and they, maybe it wasn't traumatic in their experience. Maybe they weren't sexually abused, but maybe they just were uneducated and they grew up in like a really Christian household and they really clung to those really Christian um, morals and ethics and they just don't really know much. And they just, you know, even though it's not negative, it's not toxic, it's just, it's uneducated. And so they're just like, I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know what to do with my feelings and like everything that I want. Like, I don't know what to do with my body. And like, and when I am having sex, like it's awkward and I'm not enjoying it because mm-hmm. he's just doing what he wants and I'm not getting what I want. So mm-hmm. I guess it could go either way, really. Do you feel that it is important for, let's say you're talking with somebody, you're in the talking stage, do you feel like it's important to wait off on the sex or like to kind of like explore yourselves mentally and physically? Um, yes and no. I think that it's important to compartmentalize people and situations mm-hmm. and friendships and lovers. And I think that when I think a lot of times and it's kind of as women, because I feel like the only time we feel like we can have sex with without guilt, without our own guilt, is to be in a relationship with somebody and have sex with somebody. So we kind of are really quick to jump in a relationship out of that reason and maybe out of just like I don't, maybe like loneliness, like not wanting to be alone, whatever. Um, I kind of forgot the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, what, what I was saying is like, <laughs> do you feel like it is important for people? Like you're in the talking stage uh, and it's like, oh, let's, let's just hold off on the sex. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think it's important to just have the conversation about yeah, okay. our, mm-hmm. about expectations. Yes. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and know what you're going into that relationship for. Like, if you meet somebody and you're like, I just want to have sex with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're probably annoying and like, they can't offer me anything else, but I'm I'm physically attracted to them. I just want them for sex. Mm-hmm. And fine, you know what I mean? But have the conversation or whether you see somebody that's like, 
you think it might be wifey material you know what I mean mm-hmm. you think it might be like long term you know what might be worth entertaining whatever but regardless of what it is and especially now like we're adults you know what I mean like there's no reason to like meet somebody oh we just matched on hinge mm-hmm. and we've met we've went on one date and now we're both pretending like we're not talking to other people like get the fuck out of here yeah. like who's like come on now like yeah. nobody's that dumb yeah. like let's just be honest let's lay it all out on the table Mm-hmm. Let's lay it all on the table. Let's just be honest. Like, what's going on? Like, what are we looking for? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think you're dope. I'm dating other people because we never had, we never, we hadn't had the conversation about it being exclusive, you know. Mm-hmm. However, you want to wrap it up, but obviously, like, don't go in it with like the intentions of like being an asshole and like hurting the person's feelings, you know. But like, be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the friend building that friendship, I feel, is is really important. You because just you don't never know. It, yeah, right? if, like if it doesn't work out, like you and that person, like. I have friends now that, like, we definitely started out dating one on a few dates, and now we just, like, talk business, we go grab a cigar and a drink, and we just talk shit, and we're, like, friends, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, like, because we had that respect for one another to just Mm -hmm. treat each other like a human being. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about um, people who just like to have sex with a bunch of of different people? Go. Just wrap it up. That's how I feel. Like, do do everybody a favor. Like, do Mm -hmm. yourself a favor. Like, if, like do what you want to do mm-hmm. I don't care you know what I mean like no shame here like I don't care male or female mm-hmm. trans or what like I I, I, I don't want to spec- be specifically like gender neutral but like male body female body whatever you have like mm-hmm. live your best life just be safe just mm-hmm. be educated and be safe mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that's the like that's the most important thing mm-hmm. I also have another question it's gonna sound really ignorant but I don't know how else to articulate it but um I've heard someone give the advice of saying that it's healthy for like uh, people to have their whole phase, and I'm doing using quotation. I, I know, no. I I know, I but I don't know I how. I know, but you, it's not you that yeah, I'm mad at. Yeah, it's society yeah, that I'm mad at. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, because from what you've been talking about, it's it's not it, it shouldn't be labeled as a whole phase. Yeah. We should. You should, like we should appreciate each other's body. Yeah, yeah. We, we need another term for that. It's, right. We definitely do need another term for that. Mm-hmm. And I think the term only is only there because, I, like I mentioned earlier, like where women feel like the only time they can actually have sex guilt free is in a relationship. So then mm-hmm. they get in this relationship, and then their years go by. They've wasted time. They've wasted their life. The sex was whack. Like it wasn't yeah. even that good. His head was whack too. Like everything was just <laughs> all bad. Yeah. But he was great on paper. And like I don't know. Yeah. Like I thought we'd get married. we've all been there like I was that girl too you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and now we're just like all this pent up sexual energy that is so natural Mm -hmm. anyways all of these things like pent up sexual energy pent up aggression Mm -hmm. and so the quote unquote hoe phase Mm -hmm. men do it too Mm -hmm. the only like you know what I mean but only women yeah yeah, exactly only women get labeled with it Mm -hmm. but if if there was no stigma around the way that women quote unquote should date or mm-hmm. should enjoy sex or should have sex mm-hmm. there would be no hoe face even if I could talk about I feel like it's more of a sexual awakening I, I agree with you it let's is. change it to that's sexual it, awakening Nick, that's it yeah look at, yeah. Look at me y'all heard it, y'all heard it first first uh, yep, year it's yep. also the good yep. fellas the hoe is dead the hoe face is dead yeah. sexual awakening there that's what it is I feel like that's super important to have absolutely and everybody that you know is not necessarily ready for that awakening it's okay it's okay Start, study up on it exactly that's what I was gonna say it's never too early and it's never too late I agree and you can have more than one yeah. Live yeah. your best life. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, and you're right because a lot of like men don't feel guilty about the quote unquote um, 
not not whole phase, but it's sexual, sexual awakening, awakening. Sexual yes. awakening phase. <laughs> but like honestly, like at least me, like I would feel I wouldn't feel okay with that. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not just like it, it's not healthy to just go into, especially if it's unprotected. Like mm-hmm. if it's unprotected, yo, like you got yeah, you got a problem. Yo, come on, yo, that's like you, you gotta do better. Like that's, that's very reckless. Is mm-hmm. like you're not only impacting you, like only hurting yourself. You're hurting other people too because you don't know who that person is going to be with and it could be men or women you know yeah. like but um but yeah yeah sexual awakening love it i'm here for it i love it <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first right. you heard it here first so i feel like in general we want to paint the picture that sex is something that is going to be positive. We don't want to paint the picture in a negative light anymore. We want to paint it in a positive light. So, A, you want to be responsible. Yes. Right? I think that's Most something that we can all agree on. But B, you want to also just be educated. And mm-hmm. I feel like Keisha here, she's the epitome of being able to educate people on what you should, I guess, how or how you should go about learning about your own sexual desires and, and things yeah, of that nature. You you make people feel okay. Like I feel like you, yeah. you really make people like okay. It's, it's just okay the vibe to like have those feelings. Like yeah. even if you hide yourself, like I feel like like well, women or men, if they don't want to have sex, like they they can hide it and all that, but they still have the urge, and it's mm-hmm. okay to let that out as long as you, as Nick said and you said. You are educated and safe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, everybody has that feeling. There's, there's no way of escaping that feeling. There's, there's no way. Scientifically, the, the human body can't um, get away from that. It's all about the hormones. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. science, people. <laughs> exactly. Don't be scared of science. <laughs> yeah, we could literally go like talking about this all day long. Like, I feel like we could have multiple podcast episodes about sex. But, you know, we do want to get to our last question, which I'm sure you've heard the question before since you listened to our show. Um, but we have this tradition on our show where we ask our guests to make a toast to Southwest Florida. Mm-hmm. So in this particular question, we're going to ask you, you want to do the honors, Alan? You want to ask you the question? I, I'll practice. I'll practice asking the questions as I introduce the guest this time. You got this, bro. If you were to make a toast to Southwest Florida, what would that toast be? Uh, I want to just be like, wrap it up. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but like really though. <laughs> um, I would just say, I don't know. This is, I, I didn't think about it. I know you told me to think about it, but I didn't. Um, but... I would just say, like, continue to just be free, you know, continue to be free. I know this area is like, um, you know, it's really small. So a lot of times like discretion is like out the window and like maybe like you, you kind of like feel like you can't be the person that you want to be like wherever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like, um, you know, as far as sex goes, like just be free. Like there's so many positive things that can come out of sex just like understanding yourself better like feeling more confident feeling healthy like Mm -hmm. i mean just i don't know curing a fucking hangover with an (laughs) orgasm like honestly like i can't even i could go on and on and on but like the most important thing is just like feeling free and like being letting your mind be free because you know when you know the mental health is is a motherfucker and like Mm -hmm. you know repressing those sexual feelings um and like trying to you know, follow somebody else's footpath and living under someone else's scope is, you know, not doing you any good. And, you know, the, you know, you deserve it. You deserve to be just free and, you know, live your truth. 
Love it, love it. So be free, everybody. Be free. So, Keisha, where can they find you? Where can they learn more about you? Um, so you can find my website at www.theveganvagina.com or theveganvagina.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at theveganvagina underscore. Um, and those are my two main platforms right now. We'll be expanding, I'm sure, um, as soon as I get my life together. I'm not like a technical whiz, so <laughs> like editing things and all of that, like it's the best of me and I get frustrated, so. Trust me. Oh, trust <laughs> us. We we go through that sometimes. And, and, and we, we, have, we have some contacts too, so if you need some help, I'm we yeah. got you. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure, yeah. for sure. But, you know, just just a quick note like, uh, to everybody who listens to this. Like, obviously, thank you so much again mm-hmm. for listening to one of our episodes. But I, I think the main thing here was, a, was very, very important what we touched on just to, be, you know, be comfortable with yourself, mm-hmm. you know. But it's important to stay educated and safe without. But you could you could be free, but mm-hmm. not reckless. Yes. You know, and um, that, that's what we encourage everybody. That's what Keisha encourages mm-hmm. through her coaching. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I urge, like, a lot. Everybody listen to this, like men and women, to to reach out to her. You know, mm-hmm. if you need advice because you know, you know, Keisha knows her stuff. She does a lot of research and um, she's building her own brand. So, um, mm-hmm. shout out to you, Keisha. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, and thank you, Alan, for highlighting that too. And I also want to thank EQ Recording because they allow us to be free and say whatever the hell <laughs> we, we want to say. Want to say? So thank you, Josh. Shout out, Josh. <laughs> In the recording room right now. Thank you so much once again, my guy. Absolutely. This is episode 18. In the books. In the books. You already know the vibes. We out. We out.